When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Santa, you could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy on now at APCO. <laughs> Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Celebration of New Zealand Music Month. Te Maramapu Oro o Aotearoa. Today joined by the legendary King Kapisi. Mapa apu pu, mapa apu pu. King Capisi, he's in the house. <laughs> hey, hey. Known as Bill Urali. Yeah, that is his banger, mate. I was just having a little read of his accolades. He's the first New Zealand hip hop artist in New Zealand to receive the prestigious Silver Scroll Award at the APRA Awards for Songwriter of the Year for his single. Reverse Resistance in 1999. He's an absolute champion. He's on the show for the next hour. King Capisi, Morena. Morena, talo for love, kia ora My law family, how are you guys doing out there? It's nice to be here. <laughs> yes. We're doing good, man. Super Thanks good so much for joining us on the show. Thank you for having me, family. We know you uh, We know you're act- We know how good you are in the in the music world, but we know you're a sports fan too. We're a sports show, so mate, thank you for joining us. What have you been up to? Well, randomly, brother, I I probably am one of the only musos that have their own sports show. So I've yeah. got a, a basketball show called Hoops of Life. Uh, we've probably done 38 interviews over the last year and a half with Tall Blacks, Tall Ferns, Breakers, National Coaches, Piero Cameron, Jody Cameron. You know, and basically because I'm, I'm a hooper and I've been hooping for a long time. So so um, I'm out there to, to spread the good word about basketball, but also about trying to keep fit and doing your thing. <laughs> how good, how good. So you'll be up and about with the NBL, the Sal's NBL with... Uh Spoken about it on our show. It's just starting, and now we we got our Otago Nuggets, SCNZ, a part of that yep. organization and part of their journey. Um, so, mate, awesome things that you're doing. But we spoke about earlier a song that reminds you of mum. Surely you've got a song that your mum used to sing, or you know something that brings back memories. Does it have to be a Kiwi song? 
Nah, anything. Oh, so uh, oh, anything. Oh, probably like you know when I guess dear mama from Tupac. That's probably the one that you yeah. know and and randomly shout out to all the uh, to the dads and the uh, the the children that uh, uh, celebrated uh, Mother's Day on uh, last Sunday because that's what I did. I had I was one week out, <laughs> <laughs> so my wife yeah. goes, "Well, I get two Mother's Day." So yes, you do love. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, it's um, New Zealand Music Month, it is, uh, Caps. And uh, it's something that I think there's always been a lot of synergy, Kempi, between sport, entertainment, uh, production, music, and that kind of entertainment business. Mm. So I, I couldn't think of a better artist to kick off our series. And we're going to try to catch up with a few than yourself yes. because you kind of amalgamate all those. You're like the melting pot for everything cultural touchstone in New Zealand, I think, anyway. Well, brother, you know what I mean? Like, uh, um, I'm six foot three. I, you know, I run uh, sprints. I high jump. I, you know, play basketball. Probably about three, four years ago. I'm, a, I'm an old fella now, but I could dunk three years ago before, uh, you know, like, uh, so, you know, I'm an athlete. I nearly played for Samoa, you know, that type of thing. Um, but, um, you know, just I think over over our lives, you know, with the music thing, we always talk about the music and it's New Zealand Music Month. But honestly, I go one month. Is that all? You know, like, just let's mm. be honest here. Let's talk about it. New Zealand Music Month. You know what? And I go, well, can't we have a New Zealand music year or a couple of years? And it's just that whole, oh, you know, we have to, you know, um, stick to whatever guidelines. But as a muso, I still believe that just there's not enough push for New Zealand music. That's just me being honest. You know, we want honesty on the show, right? Oh, yeah. Hey, Caps. Yeah, be here. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Mate, Caps, just tell us about the, the journey with sport and, and, of course, music and where that's taking you. I know that you've just written a, a song for us at the Auckland Rugby League yes. and you've uh, written one um, or got one and writing down there for the Hurricanes. So Hurricanes. Just take us on your journey at the moment, connecting uh, music and sport. Yeah, fans. I mean, like for me, there's probably there are a lot of uh, musos that are into sports and they might play sports, but they don't go out and promote sports. And that's probably the difference between me and most most people that are out there. Uh, being a muso and being a hooper for me is basically the same thing. And I, I promote music like I, I promote basketball. And I'm a big believer in is that when uh, we, when I was a, a kid, uh, New Zealand, just sorry, just music and, and sports, basketball stopped me from doing silly stuff. And so I'm a big advocate for for making sure that our next uh, you know bunch of, of generation of youth that's what they do because you know um, what else are we going to go out there and do other than try and promote goodness? Hey King, uh, at the start of that, I love what you're hearing uh, saying there, mate, and, and you're bringing the passion. At the start of the show, I spoke about uh, music in New Zealand and musicians that have so much talent, and there's a lot of. Uh, musicians here that never really get elevated to where we yes. want them to be. Yeah. Do you think there's enough being done or what can we do better in New Zealand to be able to elevate our musician, our big bands to maybe get out in the big world and get that exposure that we're after? Well, bro, because I've been doing like around the world, played over the States, played over at Glastonbury, mm. played some of the biggest you know festivals in the world. Uh, there's only a couple of like bands, probably 10, 15 bands from Aotearoa that actually tour regularly around the world. And and to be honest, yeah. honest, there's not that many musos that can actually make a, a living just off music. There's probably oh, 15 bands and, and, and that's a lot of, mm. you know, that's uh, stuff off bands realistically when it comes down to being able to make a, a living just out of music. Most of us either have to wash dishes, do other jobs, you know, clean or do whatever we have to do to make that music. But 
it's like uh, you know, it's like sports. We're passionate about it, and the one thing that I've I've found that if you if you keep true to your goal. Uh, at some stage, potentially, you might be able to travel around the world. So I've been a representative for, you know, South Pacific, New Zealand, Aotearoa, Samoa, music around the world. And I sort of call myself, I'm like an all black of music. So when, when other people mm. go, what do you do, bro? I'm like, bro, I'm like the one benchmark. of the... Well, I'm one of the, you know, I think, you know, it's no, it's useless me saying that I'm not good. Like, you know, I, I want to yeah. be like, when yeah. I was younger, I wanted to be like, be like Neil Finn and Dave Dobbins. So, you know, they, they, <laughs> they were our dudes when we were growing mm. up, right? And I said to my yeah. brother Shay Fu, I said, Shay, when we're older, we're going to be the Neil Finn and the Dave Dobbin of the next generation. And sort of it's worked. So uh, we've still got work to do. You know, we still, the crazy thing is for me, bro, is that when we jump on stage, mm. we still kill those those crowds. Like, you know, we rip those stages. And a lot of, because it's hip-hop music, our buzz is to get them up and get them rowdy and go, Rawr! where other music uh, musicians are probably, let's just sit down and listen to a nice tune and sit back and drink a glass of wine. But within the hip-hop scene and the reggae scene, it's not about that. It's about getting people yeah. in. I'm a, I'm a true believer in it is that they pay for their money to get in. You rock them all the way till they yeah. leave. Yeah. Mm. Love it. Entertainment. And so... so Mate, I, I love it. And, and one another question I want to ask you is, is it a small market thing? Is it something, because we've got such a small market, we don't have the big numbers probably watching us, or is it a mindset thing? Because we come from down under, we're in our little bubble, that potentially artists and bands probably don't have the confidence to go try new things, so they get stuck in their own certain ways, and they don't want to break that cycle? Is, think, is that, do you reckon that's part of it? I think for me, bro, because I got signed to a, to a, a, a smaller label, uh, Festival Mushroom, then that got eaten up and got eaten up by Warner Music. So that became a, a bigger, you know, sort of beast. And mm. um, I released three albums here, but also I released three albums in Australia. So I'm well-known here, but I'm also well-known in Australia as well. And, you know, I guess other times mm. we've, we've taught around the rest of the world as well. So Yeah, you're well-known around the world. We, we all know that. Me and you know that. Hey, we've often sat down, me and you, talked about the yep. social implications for our whānau, mm. um, being Māori, being Pacifica. Yes, um, just tell, tell, tell me a little bit about, you know, as he uses that word, elevate. Mm. What, what, do you, what do you think, using music and sport, how does that elevate our communities? For me, it's like I've got a, 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 a event that's called Elevated Family Park Jam. And basically, my wife came up with a word. She, she was like, elevated. I'm like, great. And um, through the last maybe three, four, five years, me and my wife and our small team, we've served up to 23, 24, 25,000 people just by ourselves. And I don't think that's normal. No, so, you know, it's not. Well, it's, it is to me. So I go, well, this is what we're here to do. We're here on this earth. I'm good at music and I'm good at doing some other things. So I might as well rock that till the wheels fall off. But um, for me, that I've I've always been a reluctant role model. I didn't want to be a, a, a role model, but I ended up being one. So the whole buzz is for me is that I've I've been really lucky. My parents were still together, they were, you know, their whole lives, and I had a good family base. And I've been able to work from that base just to be able to go out and try and do good work out there for our communities because I give a damn. Probably a lot of people like when in their mm. daytime they just go to work and they just do their job. They come back, watch some TV, have some dinner, go sleep. But that's not me. I'm sort of like, well, I've got more energy to go out and do some other good stuff, and we're going to go out and serve the community. So, you know, I've I've been able to serve nations. I was on this awesome. call with you know this music group around the the Pacific, and there was like 43 Pacific Islands, and all of them jumped on and said, Kinkapisi, you have been an inspiration to our music." And I was like, "Damn." Like when I was writing all these songs 25 years ago up till now, I never knew that it was going to work. 
you know, you never know. You just give it a blast and you go, but after 25, 30 years of making music, I go, damn, those songs that I made actually worked and they've gone around the world. They've been able to pay my family, you know, I mean, feed my family, all of that stuff, and I, I can still do it right now. We've got King Capisi in studio with us. It's New Zealand Music Salute. Month. Double eight, double three, oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. Throughout the whole hour, I'm almost certain Caps would love to hear from you and field any questions uh, you've got about his career, professional, personal life, and you, you talking about the Pacific Island and what you've meant, like that representation. Mm. And you said that you didn't really know if it was going to work. When did it start to dawn on you that you were kind of a beacon or you were that person for these people? I don't know, it was just randomly, you know, uh, just getting out there and doing gigs and and just being, you know, like, uh, also fans, like, um, I randomly walked into Farmers, right? I had a CD of my first album, then I had a picture of five T-shirts. Then I walked out with a, you know, $40,000 order, and I had to go and make T-shirts. So there's not many other artists that have gone out there and had a clothing label in Farmers in a department store. I've had my own sneaker. I've made everything other than yeah. socks and undies. So, so you know, so like I've, I've, done, I've done heaps. But the, the, the thing is for me, bro, is that I've had the chance to be able to make an impact and I might have 15, 20 years left on my life, right? But I'm going to make a damn good impact, you know, until I die. Making a difference. Make Caps. a big difference, bro. You're Give it a blast. You're making it. You're making a big difference. Fonganui Atara, your yes. home. Pornica from uh, Wellington, Pornica. Island Bay, Lyle Bay, uh, Newtown boy. Used to run the sidelines. I hear for Murray Mixted, uh, Bernie Fraser, and Stu Wilson. Ta- ta- take us through a little bit of that down in Pornica. <laughs> I was, I was, uh, I was the uh, ball boy at Athletic Park. <laughs> oh wow! And so I was able to see, you know, Bernie's corner, watch Stu Wilson do his thing, and you know, I was there for the All Black Games when they were like, you know, I was the dude when they kicked the ball out. I had to go chase the ball. And so, you know, we still had boots on and, and I was like, oh, mate, sometimes they got, you know, kicked far away. But randomly, they used to pay us just a little bit and in lamingtons. So, you know, I'm, I'm a sweet tooth. I was like, you know, at the end of the game, I was like, yeah, where's the case? Where's the case, mate? And then uh, sometimes they just gave us some pies and I was like, where's the lamingtons? <laughs> Oh, and, so and, and can't just talk about rug, uh, rugby and athletic park. You also um, ran around for Eastern Suburbs with um, Fetu and Fodder Henry. Yes, so the shout out to the Henry Fano and shout out to the Finau clan. So um, randomly, I'm a basketballer, right? And I had a game for the a uh, couple of games for the Eastern Suburbs, and I didn't know how to play. Okay, cool. Watched it heaps. Didn't know how to play. So I got the ball first time, ran it up, got hit, landed on the ground. And my cousins were just <laughs> laughing at this on the side. I was like, and they were like, run lower, run lower. And, and my brain was like, run lower, run lower. And I'll tell you this other crazy thing is like this uh, this dude ran at me. We're on the their 20, uh, uh, you know, defense line. And he ran at me and uh, I, I tackled him. But he was on my shoulder and I, I, I stood up and he was on my shoulder and we're on their, their 20, and I didn't know what to do, so I just ran with him for 20, for 20 metres all the way to the try line, and then some of them were like, put him down, put him down. And then I was like, okay, and so I put him down, but how, I, I don't know the rules. I was like, does that work? I was, you know, useless. So, you know, that's George, a trying George to play rugby George North did it, mate. George North did it. George North did it to Israel Folau over in Australia in a test match, mate. So that's, that's legal. You'll be I, right. Oh, yeah, I didn't You'll know the fine. rules, bro. But then someone said, <laughs> yeah. bro, you know how to play bull rush? I said, I understand bull rush. They were like, it's like bull rush. And I was like, okay, cool, play bull rush. Beautiful. <laughs> Give it a blast. Give it a blast. Oh. Yeah, hey, we, we're gonna we're gonna keep you for the whole hour. You're not going anywhere. These stories are too good, and we'll have to pick your brain about some current sporting things going on at the moment. Yes. Because look, we have got the Super Rugby season in full flow. We've got all of the hoops yes. you could ever imagine at the moment, and uh, of course, 
Kempi's Wars, the the wom the wombats. The Kempi will, will definitely want to pick your brain about that cap. So stay with us and please send your messages double eight double three. We're also going to catch up with Brendan Popwell. I'm almost certain he's a fan as well uh, from tab.co.nz. We'll do that shortly. You're listening to Baz Nizzy for breakfast. Joined for New Zealand Music Month with King Capisi in studio. It's twenty minutes past eight with the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.